0: You know, unless you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, you've probably never seen in your lifetime things like we're seeing today, especially as it involves this new virus. I don't think I've ever seen people as affected as we see them today. And in the midst of this, there's a question that's being asked that really bothers me. And I want to address it today and and speak to it because I think it's missing the whole point of where we are in the world and in the nation. You know, I've been uh, around when we've had war, but that war generally just affected a certain region. But right now, this is a global pandemic. Everyone around the world is being affected by this. The question that's bothering me is this. People are asking, is this a judgment from God? I think what bothers me the most about this question is that when people ask that, they're assuming that this, this one event, is somehow set apart from everything else in the world. And I have to tell you this morning, everything that we are facing in this world of a negative and discomfort situation is the judgment of God. When God created this world, he created it beautiful. He created it wonderful. But man disobeyed God. And God said to man, because of your sin, I'm going to bring discomfort into your life. You know, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the garden, God told Adam and Eve as he walked them to the east gate, he said, now, Adam, because you've disobeyed me and touched the one tree that I said not to touch, now your life is going to be a struggle. You're going to work. Your work now is going to be toil. By the sweat of your brow will you bring forth. And Adam, because you've done this, you can no longer have access the tree of life Adam went out and began to work you remember he had two boys Cain and Abel if you'll remember Cain was angry with his brother Abel and he murdered his brother God again dealt with Cain and said you know Cain because you've done this because you've disobeyed me now the ground is not going to yield in its strength to you Cain said, my punishment is more than I can bear. God put a mark on him, but he had to bear the consequences of his sin. We continue to look through history and we finally come to Noah and God was tired of men's sin. He was tired of what they were doing. And so God said, Noah, I'm going to destroy the world with a flood. And when Noah came off the ark, God said, okay, I'm going to bring more discomfort into the lives of humanity because of men's sin, now there's going to be seed time and harvest. I'm going to affect the earth. And by the way, these animals that have come to you willingly, now the fear and the dread of you is going to be in their minds. They're going to run from you. They're going to be afraid of you. And by the way, this earth is going to be touched again because of your sin. You see, the thing that bothers me is simply this. The concept that this one thing is a judgment from God is missing the whole point. God never brings discipline in our lives just to hurt us. God is so much bigger than that. God's point in discipline is simple, to get us to think, to get our attention to get our minds off of the things around us and to try to get us to realize this is God's world. He gets to set the rules. And the greatest sin in the world is not found at a brown rim bottle or smoking a joint or whatever. The greatest sin in the world is living for you, choosing that you're gonna dictate your own life Adam and Eve were given a beautiful world and God said, it's my world, I get to set the rules and if you're not going to obey me, well, I'm sorry, but you're gonna be thrown out of my world. By the time we get to Noah, God said, you know, Noah, you're the only person that I find that's listening to my voice, obeying my will and you know what? The rest are treating this as if it's their world and they can do anything they want. And in the book of 2 Timothy 3, Paul told Timothy in the last days, men shall be lovers of their own selves, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. The greatest sin today is living for yourself, choosing to take the blessings of this world and put them on yourself. And there comes a point in time when God brings things into this world and into our lives of a negative nature. They're not designed to hurt us. They're designed to get our attention, to get us to stop and think, this isn't my world. This is God's world. And if I'm not going to respect it, God's going to bring something else in our life. And this new virus that we're facing, this is bigger than just one issue. This is God saying, you need to stop and think. And by the way, the flu, the common cold, cancer, every bit of this is God's judgment. But you know what's happened? We've gotten accustomed to it. We've gotten used to it. And now we don't think anything about it. We just take it as everyday life. And this too shall pass. The uh, the doctors, the research scientists, they're going to find a vaccine for this. And in a year or two, we'll say the same thing about this that we say about cancer. It's just life. Now when someone gets cancer, we hardly think about it. Now when someone gets a sickness, we really don't give it two thoughts. We just say, oh, it's life. And mark my, my word, this too shall just become life. But right now, for a moment, people are huddled in their homes. They're thinking seriously, and there's a level of fear about this virus. Can I say this is God's judgment, friend? Everything is God's judgment. Everything of discomfort, everything of a negative connotation is God trying to get our attention. Get us to slow down and to remember this is God's world. He gets to set the rules. And if we aren't willing to respect God and his wishes and his word, he's going to bring something else. There's going to be more and more until the day will finally come when God will say, look, I've done everything I can. People won't listen. They're just living for themselves And in the light of that, I guess I'm going to have to destroy the world. He did it once. He rearranged the landscape. He's going to do it again. And so while people are thinking, and my heart has been affected by all this, and it's this, my calling is not to comfort people. God has specifically said, don't you comfort people and make them feel good through all this. You remind them, this is my world. I get to set the rules. And whatever this is in our life, we don't just get to ignore it. God's going to slow us down and get us to remember, this is but the vestibule to the greater things. This is but the threshold. We haven't reached the real big issue yet. There is coming a moment when God's going to drop the curtain and say, it's over. I've done all that I can. Every step along the way, I brought discomfort in their life. I brought difficulty, sickness. Every bit of this has been the result of man's sin and living for themselves. The greatest sin is living for yourself. Choosing that I can dictate my own life, that I can do my own thing. At the end of the day, the true Christian, they don't live for themselves. They're living for God. They're asking God, what about my life? What do you want me to do today? What do you want in my life? Now, one of the things that dropped into my heart last week was that uh, while people's minds are affected and while we're thinking seriously Wouldn't this be a great time to spend a little more time in God's word? And in prayer, thinking about it, the thought came to my mind, there's a portion of scriptures that really is kind of jumped over. Most people don't like to wade through it. The grass is a lot thicker there. It's a lot harder to understand. And that is the minor prophets. The point of the minor prophets, God was reaching out to the nation of Israel Before he brought judgment, he was trying to get their attention and they wouldn't listen over and over as God was trying to awaken them. They were pursuing their own way and living for themselves. God gave them the land. God blessed them. He said, if you'll obey my laws, all these blessings shall come upon you. But if you don't obey my law, then I'm going to bring the curse. And the minor prophets is God's message to a rebellious people. You better wake up. I'm trying to get your attention. And so over the course of the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing not every single day, but I am going to be doing some moments in the word where we're going to take these minor prophets and give an overview of their message and maybe bring out some truths as they apply to us today. I want to get their message, and I want to know, am I living for me or am I living for God? God's trying to get America's attention. God's trying to get the world's attention. And every time before God brought his final judgments, God always sent messengers and sent things into their lives to try to awaken them because God is so fair. God is so loving. He really doesn't want anyone to suffer. He doesn't delight in suffering. And the point of discipline by God isn't to hurt. It's to get our attention. It's to get us to wake up and get us to think deeply while we're huddled in our homes and giving extra thought to the things around us. I know that many are consumed with pleasures and entertainments, but I really think God wants us to be consumed with Him. Looking at our life, considering what we're doing and asking ourselves, am I living for me or am I living for God? Does my life line up to His will or am I living for my own way. If you desire to follow along, I'll be posting these Bible studies. We're going to begin in Hosea, which is a very intriguing part of Scripture. Probably one of the most misunderstood portions of Scripture is that prophet Hosea when God asked him to do something unthinkable. But really, it's a very important part of Scripture. So if you desire to join us, I'll be posting these. I'm doing them both as an audio, and then I'll be posting video as well. Either way, whatever you desire, they will be out there. Maybe you'd want to send me a message or an email, and I can include you in the feed that uh, delivers these directly to you. But most of all, ask yourself the question today, am I living for me or am I living for God? Am I taking the blessings of God for myself or am I using this life God gave me and respecting him, living for him and serving him?